In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Do you know which way the wind is blowing? It's hard to tell inside of this chapel, is it not? Why don't you take a look out the windows, see uh, which way the wind is blowing. See if the limbs are moving. All mornings, there's no wind at all. When I'm on a golf course, I often wet my index finger and I hold it up to see which way the wind is blowing, and then I adjust my stance accordingly. Whether the wind is coming from the north or south or east or west is of no matter. What matters is how the wind affects the direction of my next shot. Years ago, you could tell the direction of the wind by looking at the weather vanes that were often on barns or on church steeples. You can still see a few weather vanes today, but most of us rely on TV or computer weather forecasts to give us that information. Which way is the wind blowing? That question is one that is not only relevant for weather forecasters, especially if the coming wind is of a hurricane or tornado nature, It's also a relevant question to ask when we look at our faith lives. Which way is the wind blowing? Lord knows that our society has invested all sorts of effort in trying to discern the answer to that question. Any casual user of the Internet or viewer of television or listener to the radio or reader of any of our written national news media cannot finish the day without being aware of the latest economic indicators, the most recent poll results, or what's hot and what's not. I look back over the last few years and wonder who among us has been able to predict where we as a nation and a planet and a church and even this seminary have found ourselves. Most of us, if we're honest with ourselves, Watch which way the winds are blowing before we make most life's decisions, no matter from which direction we're coming. So which way is the wind blowing? Yes, in which direction are the winds and the forces of our world trying to take us? Those winds do try to move us in many different directions. They appeal to our vanity. They say, you deserve a better life. They say, you're not going to make much money as a church worker, pastor, deaconess, professor. Why don't you try something else? They say, how can you put your trust in, much less serve a God that allows so much evil in this world? The winds say, you fill in the blanks. In other words, think about where the winds have been trying to take you. From creating fears in you to leading you to sins that weigh heavy on your hearts. In contrast, the Apostle Paul in today's reading tries to reverse the effect of this life's winds. He points us in the opposite direction. His words say there's more to life than trying to indulge or amuse ourselves to death. Listen, if only for this life we have hope in Christ, then we'd be more pitied than all people, Paul declares. And then we hear those powerful words, but Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. What is Paul saying? He's not preaching a how-to or prosperity gospel here, 
something very popular in many American pulpits. He does not call attention to the perfect life that Christ lived for us. He doesn't point to Jesus as a great teacher, healer, therapist, or miracle worker. No, Paul points to the only source of strength we have to stand against the winds of this life, Jesus' death and resurrection. In a sense, we could say the death and resurrection of our Lord, especially his resurrection, was Paul's spiritual weather vane. That force that set the direction for all that Paul lived and believed. And for us, is it not the same? If Christ is not raised from the dead, then we too are living in vain in more than one sense of the word. If Christ is not raised, all that we're doing here at this seminary is useless. You might as well skip this week's finals. Call day, and all for which you have been anticipating, for which you've been working so hard. Yes, if Christ is not raised, we are on our own. There will be no surprises. We will be left to our own resources to roll away the heaviness of life. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. That's the fact and the message of Easter. Because of that, we not only know which way the wind is blowing— we can enter life's tough moments, tough moments and difficult times in hope. I don't know how it is with you, but I know that it is not my strength that rolls away the heavy stones of my life. Alone I try to make them move and fail, but then God helps me look at my blessings instead of my problems, and the stones that are too heavy to move, God rolls away with a gentle push. Now, which way is the wind blowing? Is there a resurrection message somewhere? Look at your own lives and try to see what I see. Is God not in the business of causing daily resurrections in us? Yes, raising us from the death of sin to living for him. Is he not making openings in our life, openings as we work our way through the pressures of family or studies or fears about the future? Does he not raise us up when we need to be lifted up by his love? Does he not help us reverse our ways and walk forward with him? Yes, to be right side up in a world that is upside down. Yes, to live truly resurrection lives. Remember, we are among those who have met the risen Lord in this life. Because of him, we will be raised from death to life now and in the ages to come. So watch the winds of his love blow. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.